Well, allow me to say good morning again. My name is Amber Carroll, and I am one of the pastors here at Hope Covenant Church. It is good to be together today. Um, The sun is up. It's a new day dawning, and we get to worship God in a space. Um, We have the freedom to do that, and so I'm grateful to be here today. As you walked in, you noticed maybe that we didn't have a bulletin today. Our printer broke this week. Um, But we do have Connect cards, so hopefully everyone got one of those. And the Connect card is the way that we, um, well, connect with one another. And on the back of that is a place for you to record prayers and praises. We like to pray together and celebrate life together. And so later on today, the offering will come by, and you'll have an opportunity to give your offering and also place your Connect card in that basket. Uh, One of the uh, things that we like to remind ourselves of every single week is the vision that we have as a community of believers. We believe that uh, God has called us to be a place where people can come to be known, belong, and be loved. And that is to a place where people can come to know and be known by God, to belong to a community no matter where you've been, no matter how messy your life is, you can find a place to belong here and to be loved, to be the hands and feet of Jesus, and actively working out and living out our faith everywhere we go and uh, everything that we do. So we try to live into that in everything that we say and everything that we do as a community. Um, So if you're wondering, uh, let me let you know that you belong here, and we're glad that you are here today. A couple things that are coming up, uh, just to let you know, we, we have something that we've called Sign Up and Show Up over this summer and through the end of August. It's been an opportunity for people to um, sign up and help in our Hope Kids ministry. That's nursery through kindergarten. And we've made it pretty simple, but we wanted to give an opportunity for families and other people in our church to um, engage with our kids, learn uh, how, what they're learning, how they're learning, because our job as a church community is to equip families to be Jesus in their homes. And that is what we do in Hope Kids. And so if you haven't had an opportunity to sign up and get back there, please do that. One of the reasons we don't have Hope Kids today, kindergarten through fifth grade, is that no one signed up. But we love kids in this space. So even if you don't want your kids back in Hope Kids, you want them in worship with you, they're always welcome here. So just so you know, we're glad that. So, but if you are interested in learning more, uh, sign up and show up. You can text SUSU to our texting number. Um, Also, now through the end of August, we're going to kind of give people an opportunity to order Hope t-shirts. So some people have said, I'm ready to get a Hope shirt. So you can follow the instructions on the screen, and there's a display out by the um, fireplace in the lobby if you want to look at it. But on September 1st, we will then um, get that order in, and so you should receive your T-shirts in September. seems like a long way away, but it's not. It's like right around the corner. Um, Before we uh, go any, any further into our morning, um, as a church, we gather on Sundays, typically, in, this, in the tradition of this church, and we worship God, and we worship God in many ways. We worship through song, we worship through prayer, we worship through, um, through the message, we worship by greeting one another and being together. But one of the ways that the church has historically worshiped God, it's through singing and, um, and using the Psalms as a way to do that. And uh, so I wanted to read the Psalm 145 this morning and then open up in a word of prayer as a form of worship. So if you would, um, actually, why don't we read it together? Would you stand? And let's read this together this morning. 
I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. They speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people extol you. They tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all people may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Amen. Let's pray. O loving God, we are reminded of how good you are through your psalms, through the songs we sing. God, we are so grateful for your love story through the word that you've given us. Thank you for bringing, uh, sending Jesus to us to bring the good news that we can all belong to a family, that you love us, that you, you knew us before we were even made, that you've gifted us uniquely to live and love people in this world. Thank you that we can be a place and be a body together who are discovering that, who are living out that. God, we sing of your praise we can still sing of your praise and the good news of your love, even when we don't feel like singing, even when things are tough. God, thank you for the promise of your love everlasting. Lord, there are people who are not with us today because of sickness, and I just pray for your healing power on that. And Lord, as we are in this space today, I pray that um, you are uh, here and active and working, and you know the, the burdens that people carry when they walked in through this door. And so I just pray that you be the God of comfort that you are, and that you open our eyes and our ears to see those around us who need your love and encouragement, and give us the words to speak and the actions to live out. We love you and honor you, and in the name of Jesus we pray, amen. You may be seated. Well, um, if you don't know me, my name is John Carroll. I'm one of the pastors here at Hope. And in a moment, um, you're going to have a chance uh, to share some stories from Butler Mission Week. And over the past few weeks, um, we've been looking at the kind of things that love does. Uh, a woman in the grip of sin approaches Jesus at a dinner party, intending to serve Jesus. Uh, she... Um, Tears flow from her eyes and wet Jesus' feet, and she uses her hair uh, to dry them. And then um, Jesus uh, flips the script, and he ends up serving her because serving others is something that love does. And then long ago, uh, the word became flesh 
And nobody saw that coming. And Jesus, with skin on, touched countless lives. He touched people physically. He touched them emotionally. He touched them spiritually. And then he promised the Spirit to be with all of his people, as sent people, to be his hands and feet, the body of Christ, in our neighborhoods and in our community. And that's another thing that love does. So love serves, and then love sends. And as we just saw with the Psalm 145, love sings. And so we're going to take another look at Psalm 145. And I just want to spend a little bit of time just looking at uh, that passage because I, I think that it's going to help lead us into a time of telling love stories. And so when we're looking at the passage, um, in verses 1 and 2, they set the stage for the entire passage. And, and I want you to pay attention to these words. I, I think they're really significant. So David says, I will exalt you, my God and King. There's this word exalt. And we're going to see this. Um, again, I will exalt you, my God, the king. I will praise your name forever and ever. And so David talks about praising. And every day I will praise you. So again, here we go, talking about praising. I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. And uh, to extol means to enthusiastically endorse. And so with enthusiasm, you know, he praises God Forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise, his greatness no one can fathom. And it's wonderful that we just sang that song, Great Are You, Lord. I mean, we're in the, um, the verse in that song. And then, uh, one generation commends your works to another. So um, we commend God's works to one another. And they tell of your mighty acts. And so uh, we're, uh, David's singing about uh, telling others of God's greatness. And then he says in verse 5, They speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And that word speak. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. And then in verse 6, They tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. So David is continuing to share this pattern of faith, what followers of God, what followers of Jesus do. Um, as we sing together, um, we also tell people, we share with other people about God's greatness. And then in verse 8, I love this part of the passage because this is um, where we start to affirm God's character, the nature and character of God and David says, the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. And so we can know who God is because of what David shares here. Gracious, compassionate, slow to anger, rich in love. The Lord is good to all, verse 9. He has compassion on all he has made. And then in verse 10, says, all your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people extol you. There's that word again. They tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. 
And, and, and this is where it all comes together. This whole thing, um, it's, it starts to come together as like this sort of crescendo. It's the, the answer. The reason why we tell stories about God's activity in our lives and in this world is because of this. And in verse 12, so that all people may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. And that's the reason why Love tells stories. And so now, today, we get to practice what David wrote about all those years ago. Uh, We get to tell love stories. And so I have some instructions for you. Um, This is going to be a time for you to be able to share. Uh, We want to talk about uh, what we witnessed during Butler Mission Week over the past five days But this isn't an opportunity to affirm a family member or a friend to say, oh, Amber uh, did so great. She's awesome. And this is the thing that she did. Okay, Um, there's going to be a little bit of a subtle nuance. As you share stories, it's important to point to what God was doing through people. So you could say, "I, I witnessed God working through Amber in this way. And this is what happened. And so we don't want this to be a celebration of, look how great Hope Covenant is. Look how great people are. We're talking about what David sang about, which is, look how great God is. So there's a little bit of a difference there. And so these aren't affirmation bombs of people. They're affirmation bombs of God and how great God is. So, um, so and also uh, another rule is because there will be people who will want to share, um, I'm going to ask that you just keep your... Um, your story to about a minute. And that, that actually doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're standing here on stage, actually a minute's a long time. Um, and because we want to give other people a chance to share. And then after we uh, get a uh, chance to share a few words about uh, what we saw God doing throughout Butler Mission Week, uh, we'll have a highlight video that will sort of wrap up our time um, for the purposes of this message. Okay? How's that sound? And then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set the microphone right here on the stool, and, uh, and then um, you just are welcome to come up, and uh, please stand on the stage and, uh, and share for about a minute, and then uh, you can set the mic down. You don't have to turn it off or anything. Just set the mic down. The next person can come up, okay? So here we go. You want me to put it on the stand? You nervous? Okay. Hello? Oh, yeah. Hi, my name's Eric. Um, but when I order pizza, I put it under the name of Vinny. So has nothing to do with BMW. I saw God at work this week in the youth of our community. They um, were working in hot weather, um, but they continued to serve. And they, they did two shifts, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. And... Um, as they were working, I saw people driving by and honking, and um, the, I think the first day, maybe it was, we were cleaning 
on the street, uh, the main street, pulling weeds and, and picking up cigarette butts. And the students learned that those are called snipes, which is really important. And um, as we were walking up Main Street, um, the lady from Fiesta, the owner, opened her door and said, hey, come on in. And she gave all the kids fresh pop to drink. And it was awesome because they were like hot. And um, as they were serving, I saw the Lord kind of encouraging them, right, keep going. And, and so the, all the kids got to go into Fiesta and get, get a free, free pop. And um, then as we shared throughout the week, the students really dove in in the evening to time of talking about what does it mean to serve and live for others. Um, and I saw our students connecting with each other. And um, it was just cool to see them grow as a community and really lead the charge in serving. Um, so I was so proud of our students, and I saw God at work in them in, in serving and then loving one another and in interacting with the community. So I'm thankful for the way that, that uh, God was seen in and through their service. So thank you, students, for your hard work showing us how to serve and love. Amen. We were out delivering cookies this week, and it was very hot out, and there was a group of kids that were out practicing in the heat, and Allison, I saw God work through Allison when she bought popsicles for the kids and brought them to her, to them, so. To talk to you guys. I actually only made it to BMW on Friday for the um, neighborhood thing, but I saw Jim going out when anybody would be riding bikes or walking around and encourage him to come over, eat, cool down, meet some people. We're having bands and giveaways. And also it was great, all the outpouring of support and prayers for Stuart as he was going through his kidney stones. Okay, you better watch because I have a gift for Gab, and I don't know where John got it from, but, you know. So, anyways, I, um, this is my second year that I went to Flint Hills, and it was absolutely glorious. And I go there, and Mandy knows. She's my pal when we go. It's, <clears throat> I just feel the love of God in that place. And... I know Stevie, I saw him for the second time, and Robert, you probably have seen him here singing. Oh, the, the, the Holy Spirit is, is just in that place, and I, it's, it's my favorite place to go, and um, I hope that maybe some of you will go just any time, 
um, that you get a chance and because it, it just fills your heart with love and you know that God is in that room. So I just had a wonderful time and thank you for this opportunity. I told you I have a gift for Gab. One more thing. <laughs> I wanted to say that John and I are leaving tomorrow and I, <clears throat> I can't tell you how thankful we are for this church and for all of you, and um, we just love you, and we miss you when you're gone, when we're gone. I do watch on Facebook, so you have to be very careful, <laughs> but, um, but thank you, and just uh, prayers for us for safe travels as we go back to North Carolina and then to Florida, so thank you, and we love you. Well, my name is Bryce Barkus, and this is the second year I've helped, uh, you know, with most of our community service projects. And to kind of, you know, add on to what Pat just said was, you know, we have such a great community. It is full of a lot of great organizations, a lot of nonprofits. Um, you know, one of our goals with BMW is to just bring awareness to all of them, um, for us to shed some light on the good that they do. And it amazes me the number of people that volunteer in this community, and every year it grows. Um, and, you know, I see a lot of the same faces, but yet I've seen a lot of new faces. And to me, that is, is where it's at. I, I just, I love to see all of the people that just join in and jump in and give whatever they have. And, um, you know, just throughout the week, you know, just more people jumping in, more people joining, and more people coming. And, and the companies that came out looking for us, you know, and, and through the week we got more and more done than what we had planned. And more projects came to us and we were able to pull more people in and get them done. So we were able to touch a lot of lives this week. And I know Andrea has done some calculations on that, but it, it's pretty impressive with, with the number of people that we can impact um, just by, by letting God work through us. And so for me, that, that is a real joy. Hi, I'm Allison. Um, I helped with the Intentional Acts of Kindness group, and I just want to say a couple of the cookie delivers we get we did. Um, people were in tears, and what we did was just little things that anybody can do every day. And so that was my biggest takeaway: little acts of kindness mean an awful lot to people at certain times of their lives, and it's just little things that we all can do every day. So we just need to pay attention to God's leading and step into those things. And they don't have to be big, huge things, just small little things. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Peter. I work for the Numana team. Uh, we were here on Thursday, and I'm pretty new to El Dorado, and I just wanted to say that 
packaging 15, 16,000 meals on Thursday was an awesome type to see, and it really speaks testament to all the youth here, the community, and just El Dorado as a whole. Um, 70 kids, feeding 70 kids for an entire year might not sound like a big number, but that's 70 kids that would have gone without meals for days at a time, and uh, I just think it speaks real, an awesome testament to having y'all out here. Uh, man, I'm not good at speaking in public. <laughs> Um, I normally hang out in the back of the in the back of the operation, so this is a little out of my comfort zone. But it was really awesome seeing all you guys, and especially the youth coming out and helping with such an awesome cause and reducing some of the unnecessary suffering that goes on in this world. Well, it was a very long but very wonderful week, and um, not only were there those of us that were on the giving end, but we were also on the receiving end at the same time. Um, the Holy Spirit really spoke through and to a lot of us, I'm sure. But um, yesterday morning, <clears throat> I had taken the week off, and yesterday morning I went into Lake Point, where the teens served several times throughout the week, and they didn't even know who I was anymore, which was fine. My, my residents, they were like, where's Jake, who is my dog, and when are the kids coming back? So um, the kids did a fabulous job, and I know we don't want to really raise them up too much, but my boss has a message for our church, and that is that our children and our youth are very respectful, very kind, and very giving folks. They brought smiles to faces that haven't smiled in a really long time. So I hope we can continue to bring them over to Lake Point and continue that service. They were just fabulous with them. You know, it's just as much as holding a noodle ball to play with them. So that was great. So we just need to continue that. So this is uh, my second year of BMW as well. I missed quite a bit of it um, due to some illness, but it is so such a blessing to see God's working through everybody. All the volunteers who put their differences aside and did what he put us on earth to do, and that is to serve, serve one another and serve strangers and bring us all closer to him. Thanks. 
I'm Donna Olick, and I had back surgery. And gosh, the congregation was great. I've never had such a warm, loving, reach out feeling. I, I'm just impressed with the congregation, and thank you so much for the cards, the foods, the phone call, the prayers, caring about me. I was so impressed. Thank you, guys. You guys are wonderful. We have time for one more, if anybody's feeling led to share. I know, yeah. Dad said, pick somebody. All right, Helen. Okay, so my name's Helen Bolin. I don't really know what, what I want to say or how I want to say it, but I only worked Monday and Tuesday, and just the people in the community coming up to me and asking us, you know, where you're from, what are you doing? I felt like our community was being led to find out more about God and what we can do and what he does. So that's all I really wanted to share. I just didn't know how to say it. <laughs> well, I was, I'm, it's a really good segue because you felt that. And I was thinking the same thing. So many people came up. Yeah. Said, what are you doing? And wow, that's awesome. And we had, I worked with a volunteer who doesn't go to our church but heard about what we do. And so she signed up to volunteer. And it just, I was moved by that. Yeah, well, and I, that, is my, that is my takeaway that we, last year was our first BMW. And people, you can sit. Okay, it's okay. I'll talk to you from up here. We can. Um, and then, so people didn't really know, so we had like 124, whatever, registered. And then this year, people kind of caught on, so there's 224, and, and people are even like, oh, what is it? So my takeaway is I can see God using the last two years of Butler Mission Week to spark interest in, in the community to say, oh my gosh, we can actually be loving each other. And I think what I've realized what God has done this, this week is that um, we absolutely need the whole body of Christ, all of the local churches, all of the disciples of Jesus coming together in unity and loving our neighbors in extraordinary ways. And so I think this year especially, it's now time to, um, even more so, to gather together as uh, various churches and organizations in the community. And I just have, I can just seek God a big movement in this, in the Holy Spirit in the space, and next year, I who knows what it's going to happen, but it's going to be good. So that's what I got. Um, so about 18 months ago was the time that we started planning for our first BMW, and so we had about six months to prepare. And I remember we were sitting in the space. Um, and there's uh, there a handful of us that were interested in, in, in what this mission idea was like. And I remember inviting people to close their eyes for a moment and just envisioning um, what I was going to tell them. And, and so as our eyes were closed, they were saying, uh, or I was saying, um, you know, that we would uh, perform community service, that we would go and we would um, different um, uh, businesses, organizations, ministries in El Dorado and different parts of Butler County. 
um, and, uh, and, and, and bless them with service. And then we would do intentional acts of kindness where we would deliver cookies uh, to businesses and thank them for making El Dorado a great place to live. And we would um, go to the uh, service industries, EMS and fire and police, and thank them for making this uh, community, this city, a wonderful place to live. And then we would have this block party with um, tents and tables and food and games and music. And the community would come out and we would just celebrate and so, you know, here we are after our second Butler Mission Week, and, and to see how it has unfolded has exceeded our expectations. Um, and, and it just makes my heart swell with pride to see how God has worked through all of you to love our neighbors, like Amber said, in extraordinary ways, where people are going, why are you doing this? this the, uh, you know, I don't get it. And, and just to be able to say, it's because it's what Jesus would do. It's just, um, I'm just very proud to be connected to this church and to be in this community. And so in order to um, sort of put a, a bow on our Butler Mission Week, uh, we put together a highlight video for you to see. And so we're going to roll that video now. So uh, let's go ahead and check it out. And then I've got a couple other things after the video ends. So let's check this out. True. 
What a powerful week, right? Praise be to God. You know, there are tons of people who helped make Butler Mission Week happen. And uh, we had some people that led in uh, community service and intentional acts of kindness in the block party. Uh, but there's one person who has sort of rallied everybody together and, um, and, and led the charge, and that's Andrea Van Alken. And so, Andrea, if you would come up for just a moment, we want to recognize you. Get over here, you rascal. And so as a token of appreciation um, from all of us to you, uh, as a massage, which was very well earned. Yes, exactly. So much for um, the time and energy that you've put into Butler Mission Week and making it a success and helping to get us uh, on TV and in the newspaper and everywhere else. And so um, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We appreciate you so, so much. And so at this time, I'd like to invite uh, those who are helping with our offering uh, to come forward. And just as a quick reminder that uh, you've got the connect cards, we'd love for you to have that filled out and place that in the offering basket so um, you can start to get that ready as those folks come forward. And it's awesome. We've, um, we've just been super generous uh, over this uh, past week, um, pouring our, our uh, time and our talents and our energy into the community. And, and then also, um, you know, this moment right now is a time for us to pour our uh, finances and our resources back into the church so that we can pay it forward and to reach others with the gospel message because Butler Mission Week isn't ending now. It doesn't end in July 2019, um, but this is going to be something that we continue as an expression of the be love part of uh, our vision. So we want to continue to do that. Uh, so as we uh, prepare for the offering, uh, I'll pray, and then we will uh, pass the baskets. Oh, gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the work that you are doing in our midst, the way that you are working through us and in us and around us in Butler Mission Week. Um, God, this, um, this week, uh, I just pray that we don't leave this here, uh, that we don't to say, okay, that was a good thing, and now I'm just going to go back to my everyday life, and I'm not going to be on the lookout for people to love. Um, but instead, I just my, my humble prayer this morning to you is that um, people would feel touched um, by what has happened, and that they, uh, they look for ways uh, to bless other people. They look for the people who may be on the margins, the people that may be hurting, the, may, the people who are in need. And God, would you just nudge them, inspire them, encourage them to um, lean into that, press into what you are inviting them to do, uh, to be your hands and feet here on earth. Um, God, what a privilege it is to be a part of this community, to lead this community. And, uh, and so God, um, the, the resources that we're giving back to you today, uh, my prayer is that we just, um, that you would just bless them so, and multiply them uh, so that we can continue to, do, to uh, do the work that you've called us to do. And so we pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.